Welcome to the Busy Mumsy Podcast, Season 2. I'm your forever coffee-infused host, Ashley Verma, and we are all here weekly to share the ups, downs, and all-arounds of the wild world of parenting. A safe space, a Lego-free space, to vent, to inspire, and well, perhaps this is the only adult conversation you hear all day. What is Adia doing? A, B, C, D. <laughs> is that funny? So each week, I will be joined by a fellow striving, thriving, and surviving busy mumsy. We learn together. We grow together. Hell, we cheers with an adult bevy when necessary. I get it. I am human and failures simply happen. I am not shiny and I am never filtered unapologetically. I am at its best. Even when the dishes aren't done, there's crayon on the wall, and well, my hair hasn't been washed in forever. I am Busy Mumsy. Happy Wednesday, friends. I hope you're well. Ugh, I have to share. It seems the rainy period is over here in Uganda, and yeah, I'm happy about that. But I do have to also acknowledge that I've been living in Uganda for six months. How on bloody earth has that happened? Time surely flies by. Um, I have to say that the days do zip by here, but I am keeping myself crazy busy with Adia's school schedule and after school schedule and play dates and all of the razzmatazz that goes with that. And also I've just been head down working on Busy Mumsy, which just brings me so much joy. And I'm thrilled to announce that the live on-demand workouts, the live Zoom workouts. It's all together and packaged onto the Busy Mumsy website. So you can now work out with me virtually. I am so thrilled to reconnect with you all. So find all the details on the Busy Mumsy website. You can find that information in the show notes here. Or if you already have those details or social media, head there. And I cannot wait to see you. Well, today... I am really looking forward to meeting Toby Asari. She is the creator of My Bump Pay and the author of her newly launched book, The Blend, How to Successfully Manage a Career and Family. Toby is busy, like super busy as a mama bear to two, has a law degree, created this amazing business, My Bump Pay. And I have no doubt that writing a book is crazy time consuming. So I am just thrilled that she carved out some time to share her journey with us. So let's dive on into this week's Busy Mumsy Chat. Toby Asari, welcome to the Busy Mumsy Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Great to be here. Uh, you know what? The, the, these always these these beginning few seconds are always a bit like, oh gosh, okay, and now we're in. <laughs> no, it's all good. Let's go. I, I love. I absolutely love chatting on podcasts. So it's a, an honor to be asked to be here today. Well, I know how busy you are, and I have been very busy reading all about you. I've just, you know, I I always like to, you know, deep dive into finding out who is the next guest, what they're up to. And I'm actually going to start out the gate, this conversation, with something very not about you as a busy mumsy yet, because we're going to dive into it, and we're going to oh. be there for hours on end. I'm going to keep you. But there was something that I read about you and your family, and I just love this so much. Your grandfather is the first child of 25? Is this, is this right? 26. 26? Yeah, yeah, 26. What? <laughs> you, you, they, they don't have families like this anymore. They, they, no. they just exist. 
no they don't yeah on my dad's side on both sides actually a very large family but definitely my dad's side wins the ticket for <laughs> largest if you're comparing the two and so then it, it ended up your dad was the first and then you were the first grandchild is that how yeah. this all trickled down that's how it all trickled down yeah so there's many of us there's many cousins and lots of cousins that I have not even met because originally we're from Nigeria I'm obviously based here in the UK I have pretty much been in the UK all my life so every time we go back home or maybe there's a family party, I'm always kind of finding connections of connections to our family, which is a, which is a lovely thing. Oh, no, it's a beautiful thing. So when was it for you that you found that, oh, there is this kind of mother instinctual feeling like with inside yourself that you wanted to have a family? Gosh, I feel... Like maybe because I've been brought up in a really large family and even beyond my kind of, I call it blood family to, to an extent, we are part of a massive extensive community that feels like families so have always been brought up around the notion of kind of having people around you and having families. So I don't really remember a real distinctive point of feeling like, right, I would love to be a mum someday. I just felt like it was always just something that I was meant to do in a way it was, it was going to happen hopefully um so yeah I kind of feel like in some ways it's always just been part of me growing up yeah because I have to sh- I have to share that like for me I mean I have an older brother and that was it like we just have a small family so I never really had that like I want to have kids a big family and all of that so when I read this I was like this is magical this doesn't <laughs> happen anymore and I get why it, a lot of the times it doesn't because it's so expensive to have children Oh, of course. And I, I never wanted a big family. <laughs> I wanted a family that I could manage. So I've got two kids, which is the perfect size for me. We're not outnumbered. Um, but I do love being part of an extended big family and big community as well. Oh, I have no doubt. And do you travel back to Nigeria often? I haven't been in a really long time, which is like shame on me because I really do need to take the kids. So I haven't been since 2016. Um, my parents go back regularly my sister's been back quite a few times more than I so it's definitely definitely on the list to do my parent my um, children sorry are actually half Nigerian half Ghanaian so we've got to make both of those trips so they can go and meet all this wonderful extended family that they've met a lot of them on FaceTime and WhatsApp video calls but but not in the flesh well that is a lot of squares coming up on that computer might I add that's uh, that that is a very busy uh, a zoom call for sure (laughs) Yeah, so falling so. pregnant, you know, magical thing can be a shocking thing for some, can be the most excited over the moon for you. Again, back to, you know, me finding out about you, making you my fast friend, Toby. I'm all about making fast friends on a podcast. Falling pregnant and kind of being the first one within your company, within like, you, like, you know, where, where you were working when, when you fell pregnant with your first child to be that first person and everyone kind of having to navigate, oh, well, we have someone expecting within the group now. Like, how how was that journey for you? And then also finding your voice because so many more women are coming forward saying, it's, I feel like I was immediately put on the back burner and I don't think it was handled properly. And immediately I felt like I was put on a crap deal and you know, out the door I went. How was it for you? Yeah, definitely. So I was the first person um, within that office location. I worked for a global company at the time. So the first person in the UK to kind of go through the whole maternity leave 
process not necessarily the first parent but at least the first ones go through that process and so for me it was a really eye-opening experience as to what somebody would need going through that process or what I felt that I needed at least so from um, information perspective you know getting all the little bits of information that I needed to have that was all you know totally fine but I felt for me deep down I needed something additional something extra lots of different bits to fill in the gaps which I guess were gaps created by my ambition those are gaps where I felt well great I'm going to go on this journey and I'm going to step away from this particular workplace but I still feel like I've got so much to give to offer how do I make sure I stay on that track that I've worked so hard to build whilst I also grow my family so how do I grow my career and grow my family at the same time time and that led me down this path of lots of google searches lots of different conversations and lots of different people to ask them you know similar questions of how they navigated it what were the pitfalls what should i be aware of you know what should i be proactively arming myself with knowledge tips tricks all sorts of information that i was really really desperate to find the answers to and i think you find that lots of women in that position have similar questions at least I did anyway so on this quest to do or to find out this information I just decided well imagine if women had all the right information at their fingertips to be able to pursue their career and grow their family at the same time it would take a lot of this heavy lifting or this burden away from women I and I just felt like why should we have to have this burden of trying to find out all these different bits of information surely there should be a much easier way to kind of navigate it all and hence started the journey of my bump pay which is an online platform which I created to help women on this journey which is now in the form of a book which is like I still can't quite believe that (laughs) but when was it within your your journey as a new mom, when did you feel like you could do my bump pay? Because hormones are thrown into the air like confetti. Sleep deprivation is on a whole other level. Like how do you find the willpower, the strength, the the, the confidence? My gosh, how do you firmly put your feet on the floor and go, I can do this? It's a good question. So 2017, I had the idea to do something and I was still pregnant at the time. Um, and that idea to do something was largely based around money because let's face it, money is a really important tool when it comes to starting your family. So I remember having an inclination that I really wanted to do something, not knowing how, but obviously I was about to have my first child, so that was not definitely not a priority in any way, shape or form. Um, fast forward to 2018, I'm in the throes of maternity leave some of the moments of maternity were incredibly difficult obviously not getting much sleep at the beginning um to be really I have to ask were the wheels going round and round constantly in your head because at night that song was just on replay and replay (laughs) head just was there yeah I mean the beginning it was just mental it was just crazy it was so much to try and figure out and yes I did it along with friends but everyone's journey is so different so even if you get great advice from friends of which I had incredible advice I'm still like what does it mean for me like how do I make this happen like how do I get him to sleep 
So in all honesty, I think things kind of clicked for me on maternity leave post the six month mark. The first six months, I was just, just didn't know what I was doing. About five and a half months into that journey, we actually got a sleep consultant to help us with sleep. Mm. And for me, that was a massive unlock to me feeling like I could be a bit like myself again, whatever that was. I could, you know, go out and, and see friends and have good quality sleep. And I felt that my son was adjusting to this new routine and he was getting better sleep. But all around, we were just a much happier, well-adjusted unit or little family. So it was you know, it was a few months after we had settled into this new routine and I, and I felt like I was starting to get sleep again, that I felt like I could take something on like my bump pay. And in all honesty, it has had, it had very, very modest beginnings. <laughs> when I say modest beginnings, it was a sheet of A3 paper that I just got out and started scribbling some ideas as to what it is that I wanted to do. And it's really interesting. I think the friends that you keep really do help shape your trajectory and shape your journey so a few of my friends actually around a similar time had created businesses or ideas that filled a gap in the market so one of my very close friends was an amazing encourager she was like look you can do it you just need to kind of get a survey out to people to find out what people want around this topic so I followed her advice and did exactly that and I remember actually it was my birthday um, and instead of you know, going out and painting the town red, which I did at some point later on. But that very day of my birthday, I actually sent out links to this survey to people that I knew, asked them or begged them to kind of um, send it on to people that they knew to start to collate information around what people wanted to know around this topic. Um, and then fast forward, that was July, fast forward to October, I actually launched something <laughs> with a website at the time. And um like one Instagram post trying to explain what this website was all about. And that was back in October, 2018. And your smile gets bigger and bigger. Your smile just keeps getting bigger and bigger as you talk. Isn't it amazing to do something that you love so much and absolutely. have, it's all you. There's yeah, something absolutely. about a business, but then there's something to be doing a business that is literally like all of your thoughts, all of your ideas, just trumpeting through you and being a mom on top of it. Yeah, it's a it gives me a huge amount of satisfaction and pride and joy because yes, I'm doing this thing that I've kind of created and was my brainchild, but what I'm growing, the book, everything that I have this wonderful opportunity to do actually has an impact on on people, on families, on women. Um, and that impact is an impact that hopefully allows them to find their voice, find their confidence and to really try um, to step into their truth power personally and professionally and nothing honestly gives me more joy than being able to help people on that journey before we dive into the book because that, that's a huge thing I do want to discuss what for you in the journey of creating my bump pay was like a really big moment of like wait a minute this is really resonating with other women with other parents with other folks with partners and single parents. I mean, it's, you know, it's a melting pot when it comes to a child, all the building blocks, it takes so much love and caring and nurture to, to get that child really going. Right. So when was it for you prior to the book that really you were like, this is, this is changing people. This is inspiring people. Mm. So in the, in the throes of a pandemic, <laughs> I had another small baby just before, you know, why not? 
<laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? Just before the whole saga kind of kicked off, I had my second child and in the throes of navigating what that looked like for my family and obviously this, these awful global circumstances, I thought, why not start a new part to my bumpay? Just because, right? Um, but no, in all honesty, it was really stemmed from the demand and the questions that people were asking me. So I actually launched what I call masterclasses. And the whole thinking behind that is that you have, you know, um, antenatal and postnatal classes to help you get to grips with motherhood and looking after a baby. But there's nothing out there that actually says this is like a antenatal or postnatal class for you as a professional or as a career individual. So why not? <laughs> why not do that? And um you know, I don't always get to see them as often as I would love to, but they are perhaps one of the best things that I do as part of this because I get to connect with people in a group setting, but it's a small group setting, but I get to connect with people live and direct. We walk through the different elements of kind of either returning to work or setting yourself up for success as you're kind of starting to think about growing your family. And I connect with people there and then, and we walk through maybe different scenarios or different challenges or different things that they are facing on that journey and then to get their feedback so I get feedback like thank you so much for your masterclass um I implemented xyz like we discussed and I just found out I got the promotion or I just found out I got the new job or actually I realized that that job wasn't serving me so I've gone on to start my own business and that is the point that you know I just get I get chills when I hear about that because these are women who are incredibly capable but for whatever reason have doubted themselves or other people have doubted them and therefore they've kind of held their value inside and not actually taken that step out of confidence and kind of gone for something that they're very capable of achieving but what these masterclasses do and it's very similar to the book is that they just put the power back into women who happen to be mothers or they speak value into them and that value is already there but they just encourage them to take that step that they're very very capable of making but sometimes you just need somebody to help you along the way so that power that you got from these master classes obviously has pushed you driving forward to create your book the blend how to successfully manage a career where did you start? Was it already, were you able to just then go back through your army of information that you've already created? Or was this really like a fresh start to create the blend, this book, you know, pen to paper, brand new sheet, let's go. Or did you just then continue on driving from what you've already created? It was a little bit of both. I've always felt like with creating my bump pay that there are so many different bits and topics that we should be talking about before a woman enters into motherhood when they're thinking about pursuing with their career and also growing a family but no one really talks about it because it's that awkward conversation of saying oh you know I, I might think I want to start a family and obviously conceiving is a very very private journey and therefore mm -hmm. you don't necessarily want to talk about it publicly and then you definitely don't want to talk about it in the workspace so I've always felt like I wanted to do something on that topic that then takes an individual right from that very point that they think they may want to start a family all the way through to the beyond and whatever that beyond looks like, you know, growing your career as you kind of add to your family and then what life looks like as a, um, a working mum. I've always wanted to do something that just takes it that little bit deeper, gives people the real nitty gritty of what it takes 
to make it work for them and, and and like I say kind of blend family life and career life so in some ways I started from scratch because I've never been able to go into this much detail you just can't really do that on social media um and then in some ways I was able to add a lot more depth to the topics that I talk about all the time and some of that depth comes from talking to incredible people on this journey so there aren't just my words in the book but there are words from people who have been incredibly successful but have faced you know different circumstances or different challenges so for example we speak to somebody who has four boys and she's very senior at a global tech organization but she's also faced um losses and miscarriages along the way and she talks about her blend and how she kind of makes it work for herself so actually I've been able to take it that step further and kind of create I hope you know, deeper connections in this story, enabling people to hopefully find the right blend of kind of work and family life and hopefully make it work for them. How did, what did you learn about yourself through the process of not only creating the book, but then still parenting? Because mm. that is still going on. Yes, the parenting was still going on. Oh my gosh, I think I learned from myself. First of all, it sounds really obvious. I learned that I could write a book and it, it sounds so basic. But at the beginning, when I was actually approached to write the book, I thought, absolutely no way. There is no way I can do this. It's just impossible. I have a very full and, um, you know, I have a full and fun day job, but it's a full day job. Um, and I have two children I have a husband I have friends I like going to the gym you know um so I thought no there's no way I can do it but actually I, I proved to myself that I can do it which I'm incredibly proud of being able to do that um and secondly I proved to myself that I can make some really big things happen I guess it's kind of linked to point number one but you know some of these women in the book are incredibly impressive and um you know asking them in in some respects was quite a big thing for me it was a big deal I was quite nervous you know are they going to say yes they're very busy in themselves but you know actually it was surprising how easy it was for them to say yes because I think one they identify with the topic um and two they identify with this whole notion of sharing information and nuggets of wisdom to other women to hopefully make their journeys a little bit easier and now that it's here now that it's on the bookshelves the blend how to successfully manage a career where what is already going in your head now is there another book that you're already working on or are you taking back your sleep toby like i mean you can be honest you can say you're taking back and then you know next month you'll start writing again but you are an entrepreneur and you are a mom and I haven't met a mom yet on this podcast that doesn't have the highest hopes and the highest dreams and wants to keep on you know aspire to inspire and all of that so for you what is it meaning seeing that book on the shelf now and what is now in the pipeline for you I mean, it means so much seeing that book on the shelf. And my ultimate goal and my hope for this book is that it's a book that every single woman in the workplace who is thinking about going on this journey reads this book. And also, actually, every single person that's in a position of managing somebody that may even go on this journey reads this book. And partners read this book. Basically, everyone (laughs) to read this book. Um, 
and I say that in jest, but it's but it's but it's not. It's a really serious point because I think at the end of the day, um, we need a more equitable society. Full stop. For so many reasons, it's good for business. It's good for society. It's good for the next generation. Um, there's lots of information that shows out there that when we have women in leadership, that actually those those businesses are incredibly well run. They have positive cultures. And so there's a real need to make sure that we have equity in the workplace at all different levels, but particularly in leadership. And parenthood is that, I guess it's that question point or that turning point in one's life, especially if you are a woman where you start to think about, right, can I do this? Or maybe it's time for me to take a pause or maybe take a slightly different role and that's fine if that is your option and that truly is the best option for you and your family but where you're forced to make that option because a you haven't got the right support you're not in the right um you don't have the right tips at your sorry you don't have the right bits of information at your fingertips um or there are barriers precluding you from doing so that's a problem um and I'm not saying that this book has all the answers, but it definitely goes a very, very, very long way to helping to solve, you know, a small part of that problem. So for me, that is the biggest goal and dream that I could have for this book. Book number two, I'm not sure, but in the same way I said no <laughs> initially, maybe. Let me take you're, you are allowed to have a few weeks of sleep, okay? I'm yeah. saying that for your editor, for your, your literary agent, I'll just put that out there for you. I will be your, your other agent as uh, protecting your sleep. Yeah. You are not asleep. As a mama bear of two, passing the torch to that expecting busy mumsy that hasn't a scooby yet of what those hormones mean to fall, the toys to be everywhere, and you truly do not get out of your sweatpants for four days. Pass the torch to that expecting busy mumsy of... What do you know now that, my goodness, you want to just give that gold dust, that wisdom to that new mom? Absolutely. I think I, the gold dust that I would like to share is that it's not easy, uh, but every single thing within you that you're using to kind of get through day to day and make sure that your baby is in a good place is exactly what you need to thrive in the workplace. You don't have to do anything additional or anything special to kind of step back into work with confidence. You already have what it takes. You just need to go on that journey of rediscovery of what it is that drives you, what it is that kind of sets you on fire. But yeah, I would say that don't let anybody make you feel like you have to downplay your skill set or the value that you bring to the table just because you are a mum. Ah, beautiful words of wisdom. Toby Aseri, thank you so much for coming on the Busy Mumsy podcast. Oh, it's been my absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks so much for listening to this week's show. Did you like it, Adia? Yes! Oh, the enthusiasm. I love it. Please share your love by giving us a five-star rating, a rockin' review, and please share with any fellow Busy Mumsies. We love hearing from you. So if you want to get in touch, head to the Busy Mumsy show notes for further details and links to the Busy Mumsy website. So long for now. Can you say bye-bye, Adia? Bye-bye, Adia. <laughs>